to advance to a taxonomy personal level. In just a moment, we're taking a look at a couple of passages um, from Acts chapter 1 and then a few verses there and then we'll get over to Acts 2 and a few verses there to talk about uh, the Holy Spirit and the promise of the Holy Spirit to us. But anybody that's spent any time around me at all knows that I am a fan of, of superheroes. And that came from, I learned how to, to read early on um, with, uh, with comic books. So it was important that we try to get all the basics down at home. And one of the things that I would do is I would go to my, to, with my mom to our local grocery store. Who was, who was, this was back in the days before all the chain stores everywhere. A little grocery store that was near our home that my mom picked out the coupons and got all the deals. And I would go and, and rob two. Again, this is ancient days ago because we just have to we may not be comfortable with doing this in today's culture. But anyway, she would go in and she'd grab our cart and just before we get to the produce aisle, the first aisle, just off to the right, there was the, there was the, uh, the magazine section. And just past the magazine section, there was the comic book section. So she would go, she would drop me off there, and then she would go around, and by the time she finished shopping, I'd pick out a comic book or two, because back in the day, I think they were like 40 or something. Uh, so I'd pick out a comic book or two, and, uh, and there's my stuff right in front. My mom had quite a collection. I'm sure she has got about 600 and some comics stored away. I keep hoping that maybe, just maybe, on that, but I'm afraid the shopping is going to affect that. <laughs> but anyway, because of that, I, I developed a love of, of superheroes. So, you know, I've seen those bad movies out there and so on and so forth. Um, but in the fictional world of superheroes, one of the heroes I came across was a, a hero by the name of Captain Marvel. Now, it's a little confusing because some people uh, re refer to him as Shazam. So, back in the day, I think the, the comic and I think that's the name changing into what is his name now. But because I learned him as Captain Marvel, that's what I'm referring to. Does anybody know Captain Marvel or Shazam? This is the guy that he is a really, he is at his essence a teenager, like about 13 years old. He's this kid named Billy Batson. And through Billy Batson, um, met this guy, this wizard, and, and he gave him this magic word. And so when Billy says Shazam, he turns into an adult full-grown adult with big muscles and superpowers and all of those things, and so it transforms into what the comics call the world's mightiest mortal. And when, when Billy would say that magic word, he would be empowered with things like super strength and super speed and, and super wisdom and stamina and vulnerability, and so he would become this superhero. Now, it's a little weird because he was an adult with all these powers in a teenager's mind, you know, thinking like a teenager. TV shows and cartoons and even a, a movie that came out a couple of years ago on Shazam. The reason I'm mentioning this is because I think it's important that we need to understand that when we become Christians, we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. Now, it's not like that magic word that Billy says that gives him super strength, but it does connect us to the nature of God, to the aspects of God that is the Holy Spirit. Because when we become Christians, we receive that Spirit receive that spirit in our own life. This is the same spirit that was promised by Jesus and then received on the by the apostles on the day of Pentecost. And so this spirit, we need to understand, and we talked about it just a little bit last week, the Holy Spirit didn't just come into existence at Pentecost, okay? The Spirit of God is, is we, you know, all the way back in Genesis 1, we, we read that the Spirit of God, um, says the Spirit of God hovered over 
431 says, after they prayed, the place where they were filled was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Now, does that sound like power to you? Hello? Does that sound like power to you? Uh, I think we need a little bit of shaking going on right now.
instead just the fact that there is a God, you know, creation speaks to God. That doesn't mean that we kick it aside or that we give up. No, we are called to be witnesses, and God will give us the empowerment to do what He's called us to do. Another thing about the Holy Spirit is that we are empowered to be victorious. Victorious. In John 16, 13, it says, But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own, He will speak only what He hears, and He will tell you what is yet. Thank you. 
that worship was, you know, Sam was like he grew up in a Catholic church or a more traditional background. You know, worship was you sing, you you, know, you pretty much try to keep pace with everybody, do your thing, and bring your music and bring your chicken. And, and then that guy started talking to God, and you're just like, whatever. And you just kind of drifted off from there. Or maybe it was that, uh, um, you know, there would be a, a, a liturgy that was there, a responsive reading type thing, and the worship leader would say something, and then they would hear a response by the congregation, you know, so on and so forth. And, and that may have been the most exciting part of worship, you know, was, was there. But when I started saying it, because of our tradition, many of us are not familiar or used to having a more spiritual worship experience, let's say. Not that we can't be filled with spirit and sit quietly, and, and some people prefer to reflect quietly. But the thing about it is, is that some people caught up in the spirit of the moment of worshiping in the spirit, want to express themselves and they feel led by the Holy Spirit. Now, we could never do anything per se, uh, but only because we feel moved by the Spirit. So if you, you know, raise your hand, we've got a few hand raises in here, right? You know who you are, and that's a great thing. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that we should not be afraid to worship as the Spirit moves. Uh, anybody ever seen Hawkins? He's this Christian comedian. I love him because he uses, uses music and a lot of song parodies. He'll take a common or a current secular song or something and say, changes the lyrics. But he's got this whole thing about hand raising. He talks about the different kinds of hand raising. And he says that, you know, when you go to the church and, and you're not exposed to it, he goes, but you look around and, and you've got people, you can tell the ones you've been there for a while. And anyway, he goes through this whole thing and he has different names for each one of them. He said, you know, we, we've got the one that when you first get started, put your hand raising thing and you know, lift your hands up like this and that's where you're, where you're made. Say no, but we did the dance last night. 
can to make sure they're strung up and the butchered arms are ready to be shot. You can help me to make sure we're plugged into the power of the Holy Spirit so that we can do the job that we are called to do. And the thing is this one. We have to make sure we don't settle for mediocrity. And you say one of the biggest problems in the church in the United States is today that way too many people who claim the name Jesus Christ settle for less than what God wants. They settle for a spiritual mediocrity. I'm accepting Jesus. I, I follow him, right? And they just got their foot just inside that and just enough. But the reality is that they're not being open to what God is calling them to do. They're not being open to where God is taking them and not being willing to settle. We, we've got to say, I will never let them want. And that will help us to evolve past our spiritual mediocrity. And again, be prepared to make a difference. I'll close with this story. When I was 15 years old, I was going on a mission trip to Kohati, Ohio. Our church had a relationship with a Baptist conference or a Baptist region in that area to come over to Baptist churches. And they were doing a backyard Bible study. And uh, so I went and So we talked about it, and there were several adults and there were several teenagers, and we talked about it, and we decided who was going to take what, and so myself and another guy who was on it, we decided we, were, we could handle maybe, maybe we could handle the person at the church. So we'll, we'll work with that group. Somebody else can handle doing five groups. Somebody else can handle the first and second group, okay? And so we'll take that group. We'll do that ourselves. We don't need help. It's all good. So we show up. They send us off to our places, and we get to our rooms.
for what I feel, it's what God did, what he gave me from working 15, 16 years teenager to go in there and be a friend of that again and say, oh, but now God is that. Now God is my creator. And, and even guys could, could love her like you. We want to know what God is going to do, how God is going to do this, the impact that we're going to have when we say yes. It's about being available. It's about being willing. It's about saying yes and being prepared to make a difference. Even if we have to step into a room full of four and five year old adults and kill them to ask them to come to church. We want to know what makes that room in place. Father, we thank you for your word to us today. Lord, I pray that you will help us as, as we tap into the power of the Holy Spirit, as we seek to be powered up as ambassadors who promise us. Lord, we love you. Thank you so much for these calls to, to, these, uh, to these tasks. And Lord, because we need that power of the Holy Spirit, we need that power to be the people that you called us to be, to love the unlovable, to reach out to the unreachable. Father, we know that you have great plans for us. Us as individuals and as a church in your kingdom come. Lord, we want to be ready and available for whatever it is that you call us to do. So Lord, prepare our hearts and minds this morning. Lord, we just love you. What we're going to be doing. Lord, I pray that each and every one would have it within their hearts to be determined to walk out of this place today, be determined to be willing 